The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 346 of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about five ways that you're sabotaging your success. And before I dive into that, I want to tell you that the last couple of spots for the Thrive Retreat are filling up. So if you've been listening along and you would love to up-level, to transform, and to step out of your current environment in order to up-level your business, then the Thrive Retreat is definitely for you. It is going to be an intimate group of women who are diving in to explore how they're limiting themselves, to explore how they can do business differently differently and to have expansive thinking so they can change their business trajectory. I am so excited for this group of women to come together. The women that have already signed up are amazing and please know that they are genuine, real women that are ready and are willing to step out of their current environment, to surround themselves with other women that love to think like they do and to up-level their business and are ambitious and are wanting to take things to the next level. And by surrounding yourself with people just like that, you can change so much. I love immersive events for this because When you go to just an event for like an hour or two, it's kind of a nice thing to do, right? It's a nice kind of experience. You you go home and you go back to your own environment and then the same thing happens the next day. Nothing really changes. If you truly want to create a next level transformation, you need to immerse yourself into the experience. And so by doing a two night, three day retreat, it allows you to get out of your own environment into an expansive environment to have incredible conversations, to be able to really explore where you're limiting yourself and also to rest and relax because really we need to balance some masculine and feminine energies in our business. And this happens with allowing and the receiving and the rest with the experiences that I've created for this weekend, which is the yoga, the mindful experience with clay, plus the relaxation massages, the experiences in nature and the interactions and processes that I'll be taking you through over the weekend. So this is definitely about up-leveling your mindset and by being able to ask the questions that are on your heart to be able to shift your business in a positive direction, these are the experiences that I'm wanting to create for this weekend. So if you're feeling called to be a part of it, I would love you to come and join us. It is happening June 10 to 12th up on Noosa Lake on the Sunshine Coast and everything is included. So all you need to do is book your ticket, choose your room and that's it. We're ready to go. And then you can show up on the Thursday, you show up on the Friday and just relax and leave it all up to me. It's going to be such a beautiful experience. All right. So let's get into today's podcast episode. Oh, the link is in the show notes if you'd like to find out more and to book your spot and don't hesitate because there's only a few spots left. All right. Today's episode is all about self-sabotage. We all do it. Okay. We are human. We are all going to do it. The reason why we do it is a multitude of reasons. Some of it is limiting beliefs. Some of it is identity beliefs about who we believe we are and we aren't. Some of it is our core needs that we're actually doing the self-sabotaging behavior to fulfill a core 
more need. And other times it's through fears, doubts, and self-sabotaging behaviors that we've learned through our life experience. So I'm going to touch on five today, and hopefully one of these is yours. So then you can start to explore how to overcome it. Because the first things first is the awareness piece. We need to be aware of why we do it and when we do it, so we can start to interrupt the pattern. Once we are aware of it, then we can start to explore why we do it, where it may have come from, the root cause, and then start to make some changes for the better. So the first one is not asking for what you want. Now, this is where it comes from a place of staying vague, right? We're not allowing ourselves to get clear on what we want, or we have a lot of self-doubt in believing that we're able to even have those things. So we just stay vague. So we don't have a vision, we don't set goals, and we have a lack of clarity in what we want. Now, this can then perpetuate into not actually going after what it is that you want. And majority of the time, you do know what you want, And sometimes you need to ask yourself, what is it that I don't want to actually explore then what it is that you do want to uncover that. And so once you then are clear on what it is that you want, because that's where the first step has to happen is you've got to get clear on what you want, because what can happen from there is if you're, if you stay unclear, right, or if you leave it in your head where you literally aren't getting it out of your head, you're not telling people what it is that you want. You're not asking for what you want. You're not even writing it down on paper and setting it as a goal. Then you're keeping yourself stuck, right? So this can then perpetuate into behaviors like not following up on opportunities that come your way, not actually putting your hand up for opportunities that you do want. So maybe you want to go speak. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to be on other people's podcasts, but you actually haven't reached out and asked for that. You haven't put your hat in the ring, right? So this is huge. So once we get clear, if this is the self-sabotaging behavior that you're experiencing, we want to start with a clarity piece, get as super clear as you can on what it is that you don't want, and then flip it to then figure out what it is that you do want, and then start to take action towards those things. Because the hard part is, is that we think we need to get all the 10 steps, right? So we need to have all of that clarity around what it is that we do want and how we will get there. But that's not the case. You just need to start taking action because the clarity, even more clarity will come as you continue to take that action. So the next one is kind of related in a way. So the next one is overthinking. So we can get stuck in a pattern of overthinking. Now, this is most likely a behavior that we've taken up. Either it's been handed down through us, through our parents or through our family members, or we've picked up the behavior in childhood or high school because it became a protection mechanism. So it allowed us to stay in overthinking without taking action, right? So we got stuck in the fear and we haven't moved past it. So this is where we need to actually change our relationship with fear. Because every time that we allow it to stay in that pattern, it becomes this open loop that is constant. And we really struggle to get out of it because we think that we need to have all the answers. We think we need to know what the answers are to all the questions that haven't even come yet. We think that we need to have all the information. Like all of that keeps running through our heads and we feel like, well, we can't take the next step unless we have all the details. But that's not the case. You actually have to take the next step to get the next answer or to get the next detail. And this is where we need to eradicate that overthinking or put it to good use, right? Our imagination is a powerful tool. And if we choose to use it in a powerful way, it can support us rather than hinder us. So overthinking can cause us to stay in self-doubt and stay in self-sabotaging behaviors because it causes us to stop taking action. Whereas what we need to do is decide that once we have 80% of the information, we take the next step, right? And that's about changing your relationship with fear. Because if you get that 80%, 
and then you get stuck in overthinking, it's because of the fear. It's not because of the overthinking. It's what you're telling yourself about the outcome. It's what you're telling yourself may or may not happen if you took the action. So it's the fear-based relationship that you need to work on. Okay. The next one, number three is over-consuming, getting ready to get ready. Okay. So this is where I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs do this, where they're constantly studying. They're doing the next qualification. They're taking the next course. They're signing up for the next program. They're doing all of the things to make it look like they're taking action and making progress, but they haven't actually taken the action, right? They are not actually making progress because they're still telling themselves that they're not ready. This is where the imposter syndrome shows up as well. And Ultimately, what it comes down to is a belief around not being good enough. So we have a perpetual belief that is constantly running through our minds of like, I need more. I need to be more qualified. I need to have this. It's really being stemmed from the the not enoughness story. And so what we want to do is we want to get deep into this and figure out what caused this. Was it that you were brought up in a household where things had to be absolutely perfect, that you were in a space where you couldn't make mistakes? Was it that the not enoughness story was just handed down to you from your parents. Like maybe they had the story and then that was just in their language. And then it was communicated through them that what we wanted wasn't available or we will never be good enough or no matter what you try, it's not going to work. Like honestly, will there'll be something that as I'm saying, this will pinpoint it for you where you go, Oh, that's right. Like every time I went to school or brought a school project home, I was told it wasn't good enough. So I had to keep going back and and learn because that rejection was really painful. So what we want to do is we want to get clear on where the not enoughness story has come from and recognize that you have the ability and the skills and the knowledge to serve a certain ideal client right now with what information you already have. And the only way that you're going to make progress is if you put what you've learned into action. Okay. Now that can be scary. I get it. But I want you to start to look at writing down everything that you've learned, everything that you've experienced, create a bank of evidence to prove to yourself that you are so ready. You are so ready. You don't need to wait anymore. You don't need to keep learning. You don't need to keep consuming. You need to stop looking at everybody else's stuff and start looking at your own and start thinking about what you bring to the table. There is an element of developing that a strong sense of self-worth, which eradicates the not enoughness story. But it has to start first with just getting clear on what you already have. It's not about learning more. It's about taking that next step. So how can you already, with whatever you have right now, serve an ideal client that is ready to learn from you, right? What is it that you can already create right now with what you already have that is going to be valuable? And recognize that the chatter that will go on in your mind is absolutely just chatter. It's just chatter. It's old stories. And we've got to push that to the side for a little bit and start taking action and start proving to yourself, right? Stop doubting, start proving to yourself that you're so much more capable than you give yourself credit for. You're actually probably more qualified than a lot of people out there doing what you want to do, right? Hard truth. You probably are because you've constantly been learning. And so now it's time to stop the learning and start putting it into practice. Number four, doing the bare minimum to stay safe or play small. Now, this is a really interesting one because on the outside, it looks like from what other people's perspectives are that you're doing pretty well, that you can take action, that you are creating pretty good results and it's all really good, right? But ultimately, deep down, you know that you're actually doing the bare minimum. 
that you're doing the things that you know that get results and you're not really putting all of your energy into it. You're probably just creating a space that you're creating pretty good results, right? And so this can often stem from a fear of success or a fear of failure. And what we do is we stay in a safe place because one, it's either safe for ourselves or it's safe for other people for you to be at this level, right? So we become who we surround ourselves with. So if the people that we surround ourselves with are playing at a smaller game, then what we will do is we'll self-sabotage our success because we will keep ourselves playing at the same level as them because we won, we want to keep them staying comfortable, right? We're too worried about how they feel about your success. And we want to play safe because we want to stay like we and feel like we belong or that we're relatable. So when we stay in that zone, ultimately, yes, you stay safe. And yeah, other people probably celebrate you. But are you happy with where you're at? Because ultimately, I believe that you know you're not reaching your fullest potential. And that hurts right? Deep down, you know, you are capable of so much more, yet you just keep continuing to doing the bare minimum. And I want to tell you that it's not your fault and it's not that you're not doing enough. It's because of that bigger overarching fear of success or fear of failure. And I'm saying both because individually it'll be different, right? So you may have a fear of failure and someone else may have a fear of success, but have the same results that are happening in their lives. So I want to point out it could be one or the other. Now, sometimes fear of success presents as fear of failure. We're telling ourselves that we have a fear of failure, but when we actually dive into it, it's because of the fear of success that we use the fear of failure to keep ourselves playing small. So what we want to do in this situation is get super clear on what we're afraid of happening at that next level and unpack it and unpack it and find out, is it actually true? Is it actually true? And when I believe that belief, how do I behave? I know this already. I play small. I make sure that everyone else is okay first. I keep doing the bare minimum because I know that that works and I'm still kind of, you know, half-assing it, right? And we know that if you put yourself in the position of working with a coach, that would be challenging, but it would be life-changing and it would be so fulfilling. It'd be soul fulfilling because you're allowing yourself to really be challenged. And that's the exciting place. So what we want to do is get super clear on the fear of success. What is the fear that you're, what are you, what are you worried about actually happening and figure out how you would prevent that from happening or figure out how you would be able to make peace with the fact that if it did happen. So if this is you, I would love to work with you as a coach. Honestly, super fun. Obviously, I would love to work with all of you if you feel called to work with me. And at this stage of growth where you're already taking massive action, sometimes it can be small little tweaks. We shift that fear of success. We shift that fear of failure and you skyrocket. It is amazing to watch. So honestly, like get super clear on the fear of success because it's keeping you playing small. Last one, number five, is limited thinking. Now, we all have a version of limited thinking right? So we're all self-sabotaging in some way. We're limiting ourselves, but this is on a bigger scale is what I'm trying to say on the, as for number five is that when we are having limited thinking, when we set goals or we have an intention of what we want to create for the year, we actually play at a smaller game and we set a goal. Like I had this happen with a client the other day and I asked her what she wanted to achieve with a certain thing that she sells, a certain offering for the remainder of the year. So what have we got? We've got eight months left, right? So with eight months left on the calendar, I asked her how much would she like to sell at this specific offering? And she said $2,000. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, how much have you already sold of this offering? And she only just launched it two months ago. She was like, oh, 
probably just under 2000. And I was like, so you launched it two months ago and you've already sold about $2,000 and you're setting yourself a new goal for eight months of time. And you're only going to sell another 2000. And she was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, like you're limiting yourself by not getting clear on what's possible. So this can happen with a couple of different things. So it can happen from a place of having a scarcity mindset. So where maybe we were brought up in scarcity, maybe we're conditioned, which majority of us are a conditioned for scarcity. We're not opening up ourselves to expansive thinking. So we're not surrounding ourselves with people who expansively think. We're not seeking out people who are having next level success and seeing what's possible. Maybe from a place of, well, that's not available for me. It's not possible for me. And that's from a scarcity mindset, right? It could be that we're currently surrounded by people or an environment or experiences that feed the scarcity. So we keep ourselves playing smaller on that small little scale because it feels safe. And we also don't know that more is possible, right? So it could be a money belief system that's keeping you playing at that level. So super interesting, right? When we have that limited level of beliefs, when you set goals, are you like you have in your mind, like, oh, this is what I would want, but I'm going to set it at this level because that feels doable, right? That's limited thinking. So we've got to work on your mindset to step into an abundant mindset. So we're opening up the possibility and that expansive thinking of what could be possible because you could be cutting off so much of your own abundance without even realizing it. And this is what my client was doing the other day. I was like, babe, you could be make, you can make 10 grand from this offer. Why are you saying only two? She was like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, what makes you think that it's only possible to hit 2000 with this? And she was like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, (laughs) of course we don't know. So why not set a goal for 10 and why not then think about, well, what are some of the expansive action steps that we could take to make 10 happen, right? Like how often do we continue to play small just because our limited thinking is keeping us there? So five different ways that you could be self-sabotaging your success. I'd love for you to figure out which ones are showing up for you and maybe just rewind it a bit and replay that part of the podcast so you can get super clear on how to work on that. If you need further support for this, you can apply to work with me via the link in the show notes, send through the application and I'll have a chat with you and see about how my coaching could possibly support you in leveling up in ways that you've never been able to do that before. I hope you have an incredible week and I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.